Here we go. Here we go. Expired is a year old. Happy one year. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Happy Halloween. We came out a day late because it's our one year anniversary. And Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. This is gonna be a very spooky case. Yeah. It's very. May or may not have traumatized one of my children. <laughs> doing research yeah. yeah it's it is uh yeah not a pretty and probably the worst one to traumatize is some like Maverick might do us now <laughs> i mean oh listen kids and workmen especially i feel like especially it's especially hard if you work out of the home it's also especially hard if you work at home mm -hmm. because oh god and, and you Host a true crime podcast. Yeah. Maverick was like, um, what? Yeah. I was like, go, go build Legos. Yeah. <laughs> Let me deal with this. Yeah. Oh gosh. This is a gnarly case. It is. It is. So this is the case of Joel and Lisa Guy. Um, they were living in Knoxville in 2016 they were actually getting ready to retire. She was 55. He was 61. Um, they were going to sell their house and move into Joel's childhood home. Um, this was going to be in Surgeonsville. How do you say that? Surgoinsville? Yeah. Or Surgoinsville? Yes. It's just northeast of Knoxville in Hawkins County. Yeah. Small, small town. Small town. Yeah. Um, Joel was a pipeline engineer and Lisa was in human resources. They had been married for 31 years. They shared one son together, Joel Michael Guy Jr. So Joel Sr. was married once before when he was young and had three kids. Um, his first marriage didn't last very long. Um, so in 2016, they were getting ready to retire, move away sell their assets, live a little simpler, um, and not financially support their son. Junior had been in college for 10 years. He's 28 at this point. Mm -hmm. In 2016, he was living in Baton Rouge. His parents paid for his apartment and schooling and everything like that. He had a lot of degrees. Yeah, he did. He was super smart. Um, he was trying to become a plastic surgeon. He had never worked. He had only gone to school. Um, but he was about to start to have to. Right. It was, so they could retire more. Like, yeah, they were gonna, they were cutting him off pretty much. Question. Yeah. He was married before, had three daughters. Yep. Why? I guess only one of the daughters isn't married. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I found. The daughter's names are Chandis Fink. Michelle Dennison and Angela Guy I actually watched the um, trial. It's on YouTube, and we'll put clips in uh, a little bit later on. But yeah, uh, all, all, I think one or two of the sisters they took the stand. At least two of them did. Wow, mm -hmm. very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, Thanksgiving of 2016. Um, you know, it's normal holiday. The family's coming, food, hanging out. They're, you know, hanging out in the garage, 
drinking, playing cornhole. That's I feel a, like that's like exactly that what yes. we do yeah. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. They um, said that the the garage was like their hangout. Yeah. Like no, that's at my parents' house, that, that literally, like that is. We all hang out in our garages. Isn't that always. so weird? It is weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it like, we don't park our cars in there no. because we have to hang out in Well, there. they kept their boat in their garage. Oh, man. Yeah. But no, so. like that's a, the exact thing. You do on Thanksgiving. Yep. Is hang out in the garage, eat food, drink beer, play cornhole, watch, watch football. football. Yeah. That that's it. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. It does. Um, Lisa was really excited to have her baby boy home. She even went by the store and picked up his favorite ice cream. Um, obviously he was coming in from school. I wanna know what flavor that was. Probably mint chocolate chip. You don't like mint chocolate chip? Hell. No. I like it. I just, I would never, I wouldn't order it. You know why I can't stand mint and chocolate together? Why? You know the little Andy's mints they give it all? Oh, yeah. I just had one yesterday. Okay. When I I was like 10 or 11, I still have Olive Garden. Mm -hmm. Don't put those mints anywhere near me. You don't like them? When I was like 10 or 11, I love them. And my mom, well, Santa Claus, Put a whole box of them mm-hmm. in my stocking, mm-hmm. and my dumbass ate the whole box. Oh, I was no. sick for days. Oh no, days. And now you my can't. I I could vomit thinking about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, no Andy's in your stocking. Absolutely this not. Year. So it was probably mint chocolate chip. Yeah, because <laughs> sociopaths like that. <laughs> um. So, the following day, though, was Lisa's last day at work and also her retirement party that they were throwing for her. And she didn't show up for work. On I feel like that beeping is really going to get in the way. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Um, So, that Black Friday, she did not show up for work. And her coworkers were obviously like, this is weird. It's her final day. We she knows we're having this retirement party. Where is she? Can't get a hold a hold of her. So they contacted the Knox County Sheriff's Department. Um, they were able to make entry into the house. Um, before they made entry, though, they saw through the front door they that there were like bags of groceries with like perishable items. So like mm-hmm. ice, the ice cream, mm-hmm. um, like bacon and deli meat, yeah, eggs, like milk, yeah, all the things that you don't just like leave leave around. All the things that could expire. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Thank you made you. a punny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so. They saw that. They heard, um, I know they heard the dog barking. They noticed, um, I guess somehow, maybe with binoculars or something. I know that so, something that I've read said that they saw what the thermostat was set at. And there was also like certain parts of the house, like a weird smell coming from like the windows and doors. Mm-hmm. They made entry into the garage and then there was the back door. Same thing. They could still smell certain things. They could feel like heat coming from the house. Um, uh, the dog was barking and they noticed like there was like dog poof like everywhere basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically through that back door, they made their way in. Um, there was a pot 
that was simmering on the stove in the kitchen. Um, the groceries, obviously, by the front door. Uh, the dog, which was a hound dog, was locked in a bedroom. Poor thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as they continued their welfare check, they went upstairs and saw all kinds of blood stains, like big blood stains. Blood was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, in the guest bedroom, there was a daybed, a treadmill, and a Bowflex machine. My, I In my our spare room growing up, we had a treadmill and a Bowflex. Yeah, we had a weight machine, but it was like in our laundry room. Our laundry room was upstairs, and it was like big. Yeah. And so it was in like the back of the laundry room. Um, I feel like that was like the thing yeah oh like, totally do you, you remember like the infomercial oh mom called them all the time yes Dad would get so mad. <laughs> oh my god yeah. this is, and they hang out in their garage why wasn't it in the garage i don't know <laughs> i don't know because it's either too hot or too damn cold here yeah that and the boat was in there yeah that's facts yeah okay so um with all the things in the guest room under the Bowflex that was actually knocked over was a pair of human hands. Mm-mm. Nope. Hands only. No. No. No, no. no. Investigators found two torsos, human torsos, in storage tubs mm. in the bathtub. They then found the head of Lisa Guy boiling in a pot on the stove. Oh my gosh. There were plastic tarps, bleach, gloves, and other cleaning chemicals with the receipt from Walmart. There was also a bag of what looked to be like um first aid things. Oh yeah. Um to like treat a wound. Yeah. Also from Walmart. Also with the receipt. So they're time yeah, but like oh my idiot. God. But this is just so disgusting. I know. Oh, my gosh. This is so... It's just stupid. Like, it's so awful. It is. It is. And I heard Mm. a, a, a criminal psychologist say when... So... When you're dealing with someone in this mindset, like, they're willing to kill their parents for money, the... Bodies are, but they become a problem that needs to be solved. Right, they're no longer people. Right, they're it's it's their property. Almost. Yes, it's, they're obstacles. Yep, they're not humans anymore. Exactly, which I thought was really interesting. It this makes is, sense. It does. Like, make it really sense. makes sense. Like, because you you we always say, how could somebody do that? Like, how in the world? But we're not we're not killers, so we don't have mind of killers. Minds right. of killers. So. Oh my gosh. I Crazy. can't even step on an ant. I know. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted.
Really. Like, uh-huh. it could be a spider and be like, let me kill it. I'm like, no, stop. I'll get it out and yeah. get it back outside. I break for birds. I mean, squirrels, r- uh, any dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, show me a dog and I will find its owner or take it home. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not down for the, I'm not, I can't, I can't do it. Unless I am starving and I have to kill an animal to then eat it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not. You're not. I'm not ending life. Mm -mm. I'm not doing it. It's not. No. No. It's not a good life. Especially not on purpose. Yeah. And for money. Hell no. No. So investigators were able to take said Walmart receipts, (laughs) go to the local Walmart, with the timestamp, pull up the surveillance mm-hmm. and get video evidence of Joel Jr. He was supposed to be back in Baton Rouge. Like the plan was come up for Thanksgiving, go back to Baton Rouge. Um, but he was there in Walmart purchasing cleaning supplies. Um, I think the Rubbermaid containers actually came from a Walmart in Baton Rouge. Yeah. They were able to like track it back yeah. to there. So, and that was like 20 days before the murder. Mm-hmm. So he had been planning this. Yes, he had been. Joel Sr. had 42 stab wounds. Lisa had 31. Then their bodies were dismembered, and they were in the process of being dissolved. I wanted to say, too, um, the reason that one of the Walmart bags that was, like, the second Walmart bag with, like, like, first aid supplies was because the dad fought back Mm -hmm. so hard that Joel Jr. was injured bad Mm -hmm. by the knife. Yeah. And I'm just like, can you imagine the last minutes? Mm, Of his life, yeah. I actually post um, the picture of... Joel Jr.'s hands yes. on Instagram. So follow us at Expired yeah. Podcast 423. They also were able to find in a backpack a murder book as like a notebook um, with information on ways to kill, dismember, dissolve bodies, how Pages. much per- how much Pages. percentage of like fat and water and bone we have. Pages. I'm talking, we're talking like 30 to 40 pages of a composition notebook. We will also post mm-hmm. pictures of that. I mean, this, it was like he had everything he had learned in school to become a surgeon mm-hmm. went in this book to kill his parents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's and the thing, his mom went to the store to buy him his favorite ice cream. Mm-mm. So, the reason that he wasn't there when investigators got there, he had planned to come back and finish cleaning up. Um, he was going to pour whatever was left of the bodies into public water, and he was planning on setting the house on fire. Yeah, which is, to get rid of all the evidence. Which is dumb, because if they go in there after the fire and don't find anything... Right. Hello. Right. Like, yeah. hello. He, like, scientifically, sure. But common sense, he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of just being an absolute monster, mm-hmm. but he's an idiot. That seems like he was on this morning. I don't know if I'm talking about. I came home from the gym about 6 a.m. And then 
and I remember like, oh, at least I'm getting ready for work. See, the hound dog's not out, and all their cars are here. Um, with that being said, Joel Jr. was, in fact, the black sheep of the family, obviously. Um, he was quite possibly on the spectrum. There's a lot of speculation around that. Um, he was very smart, very intelligent. He always had difficult relationships with his family. Mm -hmm. um, as a child, he asked to be sent to boarding school. That was my worst nightmare. Mm -mm. I need my mom. That's dad. like the first red flag yeah. as a parent. If your child wants to not be around you when you're not like abusive. And they were so well off and lived mm -hmm. such a privileged life. Like mm -hmm. why? As a kid, like why would you want? I don't know. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. He didn't um, have a good relationship with his sister. Red flags. Red flags. Yeah. Red it's flags. just not. Whew. So his parents did, in fact, play, pay for his schooling mm -hmm. for him to be sent to boarding school. Um, and that is not cheap. No. Because you have to I'm pay for the I'm thinking of Macaulay. Yeah. Macaulay is a boarding school. Yeah. That is more than almost like all D1 college tuitions. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. I don't have kids, and I don't have kids in private school, but I know it's an investment. I know it is. It's I probably mean, my salary. Like, the what I make, like, more. Probably more. Probably two years' salary for one. It's insane. Yeah, I know. Private school. I mean, I, I would love to and be able boarding? to. And Like, you're paying for, li oh, my Food gosh. Food and living? stay. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Books and, you know, all Chaperones. Oh, heck no. Nope. 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 Bentley, I hope you don't want to go to boarding school. He will never. <laughs> That's what college is for. That exactly. <laughs> Better get good grades. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, they paid for his schooling. And then, obviously, when he went off to college, they were paying for his college, paying tuition. They were also paying for his apartment oh. in Baton Rouge. He was basically living off his mother's income. So, like, she worked. To provide for herself. Yes. And then, like, um, Senior, Joel Senior's income was, like, what they lived off mm -hmm. of. So, she was basically going to work every day to pay for everything he was doing. Which, don't get me wrong, like, if they're in medical school, if they're in, like, medical school or continuing their education, sure, the first five years six years all right after that though it's like okay you're gonna have to figure out how to rearrange your school schedule so that you can have a job mm -hmm. to at least contribute yeah you know yeah. like at least contribute to this yeah or and or don't live such an uppity lifestyle right in the in your fancy apartment and 
have your boyfriend. I just have a feeling you. of, yeah, like really bad habits yeah. of like thinking money was no object. Mm-hmm. Until it was. Until it was. Yeah. So living off his mother in, mother's income, but she was trying to retire. So was his dad. Um, they wanted to retire together, retire comfortably. Um, and because of that, he had to figure out a way to get more money from his parents. So with all that being said, Joe was in fact, Joel was in fact, Joel Jr. was in fact gay. And his longtime partner, Michael McCracken, McCracken had been living with him in his apartment Pretty sure not contributing financially at all. Um, I don't know who was unhappy in the relationship, but from things that I read, McCracken was unhappy in the relationship. Joel Jr. was unhappy in the relationship because of he thought that his partner wasn't really in love with him because of how he looked. Um, I'm not sure exactly what was going on there, but I think maybe Joel Jr. just had a lot of issues and possibly self-esteem, possibly his partner as well. Um, anyways, he, Joel Jr. wanted to get plastic surgery to entice his partner to get back together with him. So he wanted to like get like, um, I know in modern terms, like it's not necessarily a gastric bypass surgery, but the similar mm-hmm. surgery that they do now. And then also get like facial implants or something. Yeah. Um, mind blown. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he wanted his parents' life insurance policy of $500,000 each. So, being super unhappy with his appearance, he wanted to get plastic surgery to entice his partner to get back with him. Crazy. Crazy that the two people that have loved him and supported him, mm-hmm. no matter what, his entire life, he is going to slaughter to then use the money from their life insurance basically to pay to look different to get someone who has been not contributing a thing and also living off your parents mm-hmm. for them to like you yeah doesn't make sense to uh, me. yeah a lot going on there. um life insurance policy both had five hundred dollars five hundred thousand dollars each and then all of their savings um, he was hoping to inherit that so that he could continue his lifestyle and make physical changes to his body to make his partner happy. Too much. You're doing too much, Joel. Too much, Joel. Too fucking much. Um, you can see. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's going to be thing all is right. Us. Oh, it's time to upgrade. One more Christmas present. <laughs> Joel pleaded not guilty. Shocker. He was sentenced to life. He was not sentenced to death. He is currently serving his life sentence at the Tiptonville Prison in Tennessee. Now, he's what we call a periocide. 
it is when you kill your mother, father, or someone very close to you, like in your in your family. I think specifically guardianship. Right, right. Or like brother, sister, someone yeah. in your young family. In your home. And this is a double periocide. So this is double rare. Only 2% of homicides are periocides. Only 2% of homicides are periocides. Okay, that's fine. Firearms are most likely used when killing a father. So this is a different because this is a knife attack for mm-hmm. dad. Um, we have actually covered a couple of periocide cases. That's how we, we've learned that new word. Yep. Um, you can check out um, our episode on Zachary Davis, mm-hmm. which was a really interesting episode. Very interesting. And then you can also check out the episode on Philip Bedowski. It's titled Murder in Our Backyard. That one, to me, almost like mimics this. I know. Like, I almost wonder if the Badowski case, like, if he didn't come up with this because this happened. It could very well be. Because it wasn't after. Right, it was after. And it's very similar. Mm -hmm. Very, very similar. Yeah. So, go check out those. Zachary Davis and Philip Badowski. One year of One year of expired. I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. I mean, we just start, we started on the, literally the floor. Literally. Yeah. The floor. The floor. Our first case was Angel Bumpus and we're going to have her next week a part of the show. I'm so excited about that. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I love Halloween. Yeah. Follow us on all of our socials. You can get our podcast wherever you download podcasts. Don't do meth. Don't, don't kill people. Don't kill people. And if you're going to be an asshole, be a funny one. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> this is the expired podcast. Bye.